Politics and Perspective with Chris Johnson. Episode 13 with Melanie Fay. We talk about Nintendo 64, Guitar Hero, and what it's like to be shouted out by John Mayer. Check out her music on the Players Pick podcast playlist on Spotify. Cool. So you are you are you born and raised in Nashville? Yeah, I'm born and raised in actually no. No. Oh my god, I forgot. What? I was born in Huntsville, Alabama, but I moved to Nashville when I was three. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm like from from Nashville, but I just yeah. was born somewhere else. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I get it. So what what's the family think about you coming out here and going for it? I guess um I think they wish that I would do something um, that is safer and like more realistic, quote right, unquote. unquote. But um, I think uh, I think they're okay. Um, yeah. You just like mom, dad, brother, cousins. Well, I'm just packing my shit up. I'm out. Yeah, I just packed and then I got in my car, got in my dad's car that he pays for and drove all the way across the country 30 hours to go live here. Yeah. What was that? Do you have any uh, memories from that drive? Was there anything that you want to... I think like the terrain change was really fun. It was like going on an adventure like in a video game. Like have you ever played Banjo-Kazooie off of, um, what was it, Nintendo 64? No, I haven't, but... Oh, well, it's like there's different worlds that they go through, so it's like the snow world, and then the desert yeah. world, and then there's, like, the jungle world. Like, it's just... It was, like, driving through all the different climates and snow and stuff. It was cool. That's really cool. <clears throat> That's sweet. Well, I'm glad you're here in California, because uh, it's easier for me to drive uh, to L.A. than it is to Nashville, as you know, because yeah, it's 30 plus for out. sure, yeah. <laughs> um... But, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're already into some sessions since you've been here and played a couple of shows. Yeah, I played the Fonda. I was uh, opening for Maggie Rogers. Cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was just a couple nights ago, really. I, yeah, week. that was three nights ago. Yeah. Okay. Something like that, four nights ago. And, and like, like you were talking uh, uh, over dinner, like you're saying that you're putting, starting to like piece together this record, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, it sounds like you've got like a really unique vision for yeah, it. Yeah. So you're gonna have to find some unique people to kind yeah, of help assist in that. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, well, this is uh, this is Players Pick Podcast episode thirteen. Oh, episode with, thirteen. So this is new. Yeah, it's brand new. Nice. Uh, episode thirteen with Melanie Fay. And, um, Melanie, can you tell me what your, how did your relationship start with a guitar pick? Like, what was your first <laughs> memories of a guitar pick and how'd you get to play, okay. play what you have now? All right. Um, well, I started playing guitar because of Guitar Hero. Really? So, yeah. I, I grew up on, like, you know, R&B and hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. And then I discovered, I guess, guitar music through Guitar Hero. And, um... I, a year after getting Guitar Hero, I got a real guitar, and it came with this big plastic yellow pick. It was like this big triangle pick. Like, uh, it was really like, it was like a rounded triangle, and it was really big and plastic. Hmm. I probably still have it, but um, it was, it was like, it was tricky. I didn't, 
I don't recall ever being very acquainted with playing with a pick. I think I gravitated towards like, uh, um, like finger picking. Mm-hmm. But recently, I've been trying to work on like my speed picking. Mm. That's something I feel like I want to build upon because I, like I said, usually play with my fingers and play finger style. Yeah. <clears throat> but I want to um, broaden my horizons, so I've been using those Jazz threes lately. Because that's what Eric Johnson uses. He has a signature Jazz 3. That's right. So you're using his? Are you using the red ones? I'm using... um, I'm not using his, but I'm using, like, the standard Jazz 3s. The red ones, yeah. Okay. And uh, was there... Did you go straight to Jazz 3, or was there a couple guitar picks in between when you first started playing that you tried? Oh, yeah. The little tiny thin picks that you can bend. Uh I would try to strum with those, and they would just rip. (laughs) Yeah. So that didn't work? No, it yeah. didn't work at and then, all. And then what would you go from there? Um, I remember I keep all my picks. I've never lost anything. I don't lose things. I just kind of misplace things. But I had these thin uh, picks. And um, am I allowed to say what brand? Yeah, tell, yeah oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, they were the Fender California picks, like the thin Fender California okay. picks. Yeah, it's like a celluloid yeah, style look. Yeah, didn't care for those. Um, okay. Then, like, I got the mediums, because those were the thins, and they were, like, this uh, orange color, and then I got the mediums, which were blue, and then I played with those. I liked them pretty okay, I guess. And then I got the heavies, which were pink, and then I don't recall ever really buying picks because like i never lose things so i still have the same picks i've had for the last like nine years you are a total anomaly you know that right like because like that's kind of the joke yeah is that guitar players have to have a thousand picks yeah and they're always losing because the moment they drop past the the like your knees Mm -hmm. they're gone they're gone yeah but you have them all yeah i never lose things that's super cool and then so it was the did somebody suggest that you try the Jazz 3, or did you just kind of, like, find out about it on your own? I actually, like, started researching picks. Like, okay. I was researching, like, picking patterns. I was researching pick grip. Like, some people hold the pick in between the side of their index finger and then the top of their thumb, but then some people hold the pick uh, on the pad of their thumb and then the pad of their index finger. Yeah, and then some people hold it with their with uh, their middle ring and pinky like hanging down, but then some people curl it in. Like I was just researching that type of stuff and researching what type of picks, like uh, I guess like speed pickers use, or just people that play with a pick use. Mm-hmm. And then like everyone kept saying, "Oh, jazz three. Oh, get the jazz three. Oh, jazz three. So cool. that's why I got them. Okay, and um. So and and you you don't, probably don't use it. You said you still. You do, I see a lot on a lot of your videos. You're mm-hmm. still doing a lot of finger picking. Yeah, it's kind of part of like how you write, right? Mm-hmm. It, can you tell me a little bit like what what did it, what does it do for you uh, to pick up a, a a pick if you've got all these fingers to like do it and. Oh yeah, I started um, hybrid picking like Eric Johnson Uh-oh. on Cliffs of Dover. Yeah, like after the intro, it's like like he's like hybrid picking. Yeah. So I started doing that type of stuff, and then I think hybrid picking is kind of like a hack to like um, sounding like you're like really doing something. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's probably just like economy of motion, yeah. you know, in a way, right? Yeah. Like it's like if you've got those fingers hanging there mm -hmm. and you're holding that, then it's like it makes it put them to work. Yeah. yeah. Basically is what it happens. It's like, too. yeah, it's a really good, like, cheat way of, like, I guess, shredding or something. That's cool. And do you, uh, I mean, so, so Eric Johnson is kind of like uh, the, your reference point for, for guitar picks in a way. Yeah, because I started off Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock, so his song Cliffs of Dover. It's on there. Do -do 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 like, that was the song that made me, like, want to play guitar. What a trip, yeah. yeah. Did I, ever, did I ever give you any of the flow picks last year when I met you? Yeah. Did you take some of those home with mm -hmm. you? I okay. have like three. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We, got, we put out a few more this year. I'll give you some at the show. Oh, nice, nice. But, uh, yeah, we, got, we, I, we put out a, a 4.2. Oh, really? Yeah. It's That's like, like super thick, right? Super thick. But wow. like it's, uh, I'll, I'll show it to you at the thing. But like it's, oh. I, don't, I, think, I don't think I have any in my, in my bag in here. But um, just like as far as like the, the whole, uh, uh, economy uh, and and like fluid, like speed picking, mm -hmm. like the flow series seems to be really really hot now with oh, nice. with that cr with that crowd. A lot of the jazz threeers will be pl are playing flow now. Oh, um, nice! But some people that really love the 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 smaller footprint of the jazz three uh, are waiting for a smaller version of the flow because it's oh, more of like a traditional okay. size. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it has a, a nice tip on it. So. Yeah, I don't know if I like the regular size picks. You like this, this, the smaller? Yeah, the little shrimps. Okay. That's what uh, Mac DeMarco calls them. The he shrimps? The shrimps. <laughs> nice. Well, and, um, so, what, like, how is, uh, what, what's your uh, way of, like, staying inspired these days like i mean like you seem to be a, a wellspring of inspiration you're always posting and you always have new music mm -hmm. to share with new cool riffs and song mm -hmm. ideas and how, how how do you do that oh man i guess like <laughs> i'll see other people doing it and then i'll get inspired oh because it's like you want to when you see somebody like killing it on the gram mm -hmm. you want to be like hey what are you doing? That's supposed to be my spot. And then you realize, oh, wait, I can do that, too. Let me just post a video. Uh, like, yeah. That's cool. You just get inspired and you'll, like, slightly get competitive. But it's, like, more just inspired by other people. But that's kind of a, that's kind of an interesting way of treating Instagram mm -hmm. and, and the shortness. Because you don't get to put full songs up, nah. really. So, unless you put it on IGTV or whatever. But... I don't even know if anybody really uses that yet. To, no, you know, that like, never caught on. It's just like that, stories and the regular yeah, posts. IGTV yeah. is not going to catch on. No, no, I don't think so either. It's too it's too long form for such a short yeah. attention span, right? And it's just too um, inaccessible. I can't figure out how to like navigate it. Same. And I already have YouTube, so it's just... Why? Yeah, right? yeah why? It's interesting because you come from a uh, guitar hero background mm -hmm. and then like to kind of... And that's kind of a that you started off in a competitive place in a yeah. way. You're like, oh man, if I can nail it, yeah. Oh man, I got it through with this score, mm -hmm. but and to kind of have your Instagram, your homies, you yeah. know, that you you're flipping through, and you're like, oh dude, that makes me think I'll, I'll do I'll do something like that. I'll mm -hmm. do my version of that. Yeah, right now. yeah. And then you you post up, and then you kind of like have fun with it in that mm -hmm. way. That's kind of neat. Do you have Do you have any um, personal like life philosophy around? Uh, do you have anything that you 
you know, uh, did you, are you religious at all? Or you, oh, well, yeah. I was raised a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, really? But I definitely pulled away from that. I'm not a Jehovah's Witness. Um, so now that I'm not, I don't really think I could go to any other religion. Like, I think, yeah, I, I just need a break at least. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll go back uh, to some form of religion. I don't know. I think you got time. How old are you now? I'm 20. You just turned 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think you got time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's where it's 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 an interesting place to be uh, outside of. I, I was raised Christian myself, mm-hmm. and uh, like how Christian? Like pretty Christian. Like my mom and my grandma like made sure I was in oh, church like all okay. the time. You know, as a kid. And matter of fact, when I was in junior high, uh, I had like a I had my own Bible study. Like oh, you know, wow. I had though the kids come over to the house and we would read scripture and stuff you know mm-hmm. it was just it was it was it was mostly out of wanting to make my parents happy okay you know? yeah same right like i was like okay like i, I want to be good and mm-hmm. and i mean if christian is good then okay and yeah. i didn't it was just like kind of like going through the motions mm-hmm. and i did feel a little something here and there and i did and i did i didn't know how to place it mm-hmm. and it and then as soon as i was old enough about your age uh, to kind of like go, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna think for myself for a while and see how that feels. Yeah. You know, and 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 so I let it, I let everything go and I just studied. I just I took I like somebody handed me some some Buddhist books and I was like, okay, I'll read it. Oh, that's interesting. I, it blew my mind. I was like, that's okay. Because from the from the super staunch Christian perspective, like that everything is viewed as uh, evil. That's not yeah. Christian, right? Like everything's worldly. Yeah. Everything, yeah, everything's of the world, right? And so it was interesting for me to find that there was these other perspectives that weren't didn't feel that different from ultimately from Christianity. It just had different words and a different point of view. But I kept finding every time I'd pick up a different, I was like, oh, I'm gonna check out the Hindus. I'm gonna check out what you know what India's got to offer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's really not, I mean, they have a bunch of different names for God. Uh, so it looks like polytheistic, but uh, really it was all different names and different uh, avatars for the same, for the same one, one mono God, right? Like, wow. so I, I was like, wow, this is not that far from Christianity. And then I started looking at like, uh, 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 Jewish and, and how Jew, uh, Jewish uh, re- traditions and uh, Muslim traditions all kind of come from the same you know, and, and Christianity all mm-hmm. come from the same like similar background right, right. and uh, and I started thinking well why do I gotta why do I gotta like choose one I'm just mm-hmm. I, this is all interesting to me right it was more interesting to kind of like be in the middle of it and mm-hmm. maybe kind of have a universal thing and all these years later uh coming into my yoga in a, in, a, in a heavy way, I feel, I told my mom not too long ago, I said, you know, it's really interesting that I feel closer to God now than I ever have. Wow. Through, 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 through yoga and like, because I, I feel, I feel the universal like force of energy and wisdom like flowing in into and around me um, through that practice, through that practice of meditation and um, just feeling um, like, like uh i'm good enough mm-hmm. as as i am like so to speak i guess right, there's like a right. um certain universal f- spirit or whatever that i feel but, mm-hmm. so i don't know you got time to explore it all you know and maybe you maybe none of it works for you you know like that's the good thing is that you get to choose 
Cool. Right? <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, I or not. find something, I guess. I don't know. Or not. Or you don't have to. I mean, guitar could be it, right? Like Maybe that is the religion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I think I think you're you're well on your way on that. I think you're a good good student in, in the the religion of guitar cool. already. Do you um, do you have any favorite quotes? Do you have anybody? Do you read? Uh, oh, um, I think like I never really did read. Like, is it bad to say like I'll open no. a book and then I'll look at the words, and I can like pronounce the words. But I'm not actually like comprehending what it's saying. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of going in one ear and out the other. It's tough. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I guess. People have been giving me books lately because I guess like I'm supposed to be like an adult now. So people like, <laughs> they're like, here's a book. I really want you to read this. Yeah. Oh, hi, here's a book. So I have a lot of books that were gifted. So I'm trying to like read them. Somebody gave me The Creative Quest by Questlove. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but I haven't opened it yet, but it looks cool, so I'll give it wow. a chance. He's pretty awesome, so I would I would give it a try at least, you know? Cool. Um, what, and what other... Uh, what, do you have any music that you're listening to right now? Or like... But I, one thing I'd love mm-hmm. is to ask people, not only what you're listening to, or it, but like... In the context of what music do you are you interested in right now that uh, isn't that well known that should be better oh, known? Oh yeah, you know. I guess like, um, <clears throat> well, I grew up like idolizing uh, Mariah Carey. Like a lot of my guitar stuff, like a lot of my guitar licks are actually just like her vocal runs. Whoa! But people don't put two and two together. That's cool. But if you ever hear me do some like da 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 da, like that's some Mariah shit. Like, <laughs> that's not no it. guitar player shit. I love it. But um, no, but like <clears throat> or like that whole da 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 da, like that's just like her like singing style. But like, um, I also really did love Michael Jackson. He was like my oh, idol growing up. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I like directly emulate him. But I aspire to be his level of like. Um, entertainer like I want to be that present on stage damn yeah yeah but lately like modern music that I've been listening to well Mariah is modern she just put out an album in 2018 but anyways like modern music I really love the song Waste by Brock Hampton that's a good song the songwriting yeah is genius yeah it's genius um and I love uh I've been listening to Anderson Pack lately. Oh, too. Like the Oxnard rec- Oxnard record. Yeah. I love that. And then like uh Smart boys, I love those guys. I really like um let me think. Yeah, lately I've been pretty um feeling kind of like disconnected from the music that's coming out nowadays. But um I do like let me think one more. I could give you one more. Um I do like Solange. Yeah. Solange. Yeah. Her record seat at the table that was a minute ago but that's still pretty modern music yeah that's cool i love that you grabbed the the vocal lines from mariah though that's like something that's uh i've been thinking about more often i noticed that a lot of really hip guitar players obviously are able to pull that together yeah and then and because especially like i know the jazz world it was kind of like really hip for a while scat singing Yeah. yeah scat singing but then like then taking uh pop songs and then making uh instrumental jazz versions of them so that they had to figure out the vocal lines mm-hmm. right like there's all this like kind of cool jazz right, right. 
version of like Tears for Fears or like you know from some some eighties pop hit you know like, uh, but I I've been thinking about that in in respect to to hip hop actually, yeah. and because I've been thinking about like trying to do uh, not only interesting hip hop beats but then trying to take like a Brockhampton mm-hmm. like vocal like uh, the staccato mm-hmm. of the the rap of of the MC's like vocal delivery and trying to find. Uh, an equivalent to yeah. you know, to that, like where you're you're very melodic in that respect mm-hmm. of trying to go with Mariah, but I was trying to think of like how could I find like a glitch, right, right, kind of like almost like sample sample type of thing, type of thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a it, you're just kind of making me rethink about how I want to approach a few things mm-hmm. and some new songs I'm messing around with. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Um, and you've so this this record that you were are you you have like a handful of songs already like kind of that you're workshopping or trying to figure out yeah like i think a problem that i've come across is like um i think i'm just trying to do something that hasn't like been done so like i don't really know how to do it Mm. and then other people can't hear what's inside my head so they don't know how to do Mm -hmm. it so like i guess it's um it's kind of hard like getting it to sound how I envision it in my head. Wow, you. I think when you have uh, that type of situation, you just got to be patient, uh-huh. right? Like you got to be stay steadfast, right? To like mm-hmm. look for it. But that I mean, you're on the verge of if you have something you have that's kind of like breaking some new ground, and just stay patient and look for that right person or mm-hmm. the right group of individuals that that can stand next to you and so yeah i i hear it i see it i i can i can feel it is this it oh yeah yeah and you can point to that you know and then like be able to steer the ship and find that that place i mean i, I don't know like we were saying at dinner i don't know who it's gonna be yet mm-hmm. you know but uh uh i'm excited to hear how it turns out because uh i already really love what where you've been going with everything mm-hmm. uh through the gram and and everybody, I, a few people have asked me, like, well, where's the record? And I said, well, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. yeah. Like, just wait. Like, just, just hang out and watch it on the gram for now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming. That's all I think about and all I, like, focus my time and energy on is that record. I want it to be, like, uh, it can't be mediocre. It just can't. Because no. there's so many people doing it. So if you're going to do it, like, you have to, like, come with the heat. You can't just get lost and be miscellaneous, like this miscellaneous, mediocre, like, indie artist. No. Is that shade? Well, it wasn't supposed to be shade. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't take it as that. I think, uh, I think it's your, uh, you know, keeping high, your ideals high for mm-hmm. yourself and, and, and wanting to kind of come out. This is the thing. Again, take your time. Be a little patient because you got your whole life to put out your first record, right, as mm-hmm. they say. Once you put out that first record, then there's going to be a timeline for the second mm-hmm. record, right? And you and, and some people can operate underneath that timeline real easy and uh, you know able to deliver within that time because now that they've set a, set a standard, then they they are working you know from that standard. Some people get into that crunch like they put that first record out and then they feel all this weight to try to to top it or to be you know in that way. So right, right. So it's I mean. 
you, you got this. Cool. Yeah, take your time. I mean, and, and, you, and I, I understand the, the pressure's on. Like, you had John Mayer shout you out twice now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be, I'll be, I would, to be honest, I'd be a little bit like, okay, well, I can't, I got to come out swinging on this one. Yeah. You know, and you've had, he's not the only one. Who was the other one that uh, shouted you out? Um, there's been a lot, but like, um, I guess like formally co-signed, like uh, Sean Mendes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sick. But then everybody else, like, it's just like a shout out on Twitter, like a retweet. Right. But it'll be like a huge retweet. Yeah. No, that's massive. Uh, we got any shows coming up? Yeah, it looks like I'm opening a tour for Maggie Rogers in March 19th to April 19th or April 20th. I can't remember. But we're going on a U.S. tour. We're hitting Toronto twice, Montreal twice, and then, like, we're doing... Um, all of the U.S., you know, we got Oakland, Nashville, Tennessee, we got, oh, go home I'm pretty sure bit. we got Atlanta, Georgia, right? And then, it, well, a lot of cities, I don't, yeah. I didn't even really bother to look at every single city, but we're doing it, yeah. So, and you, so are you doing that solo, or do you have a band that's going to back you up? I'll definitely have a band, okay. yeah, because, like, I, I like the, um, I like the hypeness of like drums and bass. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could do the acoustic thing. It would be good, sure. but like it wouldn't be like hype. Yeah, it wouldn't be know? that. It thing. wouldn't be like yeah, like a live <laughs> show. Now, do you have a, a a band you have band members picked out for that? Oh yeah, I do, but like well, I had two, but then they didn't want to do it. And then I had I have this other. I hope he doesn't flake. Cause mm. it's hard finding someone who actually wants to wants to do it yeah yeah well, touring is hard yeah like it's it like it's the dream everybody you know at some point wants to do it mm. but then once you taste it and you're like some people are cut out for it and and, and thrive off of it some people just like man just take me home mm-hmm. you know i get it it's tough because and then not everybody it depends if, if you're making money on on tour then that's great mm-hmm. which uh uh, you better be, I hope. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not any type of, like, millionaire shit. No. But, you know, like, yeah. It, like, come home with money in your pocket type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it'll, yeah. Like, expenses paid, I made money, okay, what's the next? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's, that's, that's like a successful tour, right? Yeah. Like, no matter if it's a lot of money or just a little bit of money, mm-hmm. like, if that, that's cool. But, like, a lot of bands on tour, mm-hmm. they are paying, they come back. They're like, man, I spent two thousand dollars to go on tour. Yeah, I mean, cause it just depends, you know, on the on the, the genre of music mm-hmm. and how they set themselves up. Mm-hmm. You know, who's booking, blah blah blah. But so, you know, you'll you'll be you're bound to be success, successful all the way through. Yeah, I believe it. I I think this is going to be my year. Yeah, twenty nineteen yeah. year of Melanie Faye. Or at least twenty twenty would be my year because okay. it's an even number. Okay. But then my age, no, my age will be an even number too. Yeah. So you turned twenty one this year. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So twenty, well, twenty one, and nineteen, mm-hmm. and then you'll be twenty two in in twenty twenty. Yeah. I so it'll be saying. an even number. Yeah. I see. Well, this is the this is the ramp up year to the blow up year of twenty twenty. Yes. That's what we're talking yes. about. Okay. <laughs> Sick. Well, thank you so much for kicking it with me. Yeah, I thanks for having it. me. Yeah. Um, this is uh, Player's Pick Podcast, episode 13 with Melanie Fay. Put your name on the wall.
Players Pick Podcast, Picks and Perspective with Chris Johnson. Pool table. Pain. 